we are not just bodies having a human experience. We are multidimensional beings, souls, consciousness, God herself experiencing herself through us. And our brain, which we've been talking about this entire week, doesn't have to be our enemy. doesn't have to be a tool to be used against us. In fact, our brain can become a tool for mystical connection and secreting amazing chemicals such as DMT, which is known as a spirit molecule. And all of us can do this by applying the inner work that we're gonna be talking about today. Satnam, Tracy, how are you? Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal the body, mind, and spirit. And so we can bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles. Satnam and welcome to season two of the podcast. If you're catching us on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere where podcasts are streamed, thank you so much for downloading, for listening, for being part of this community. And of course, for those that are joining us live, Satnam. Hi, Tracy, how are you? So good to see you here. Hope this 2021 is already treating you like the queen that you are. And being here live today, I actually have some illustrations with uh, relating to what we're going to be talking about. So if you're here live, you're actually going to get be able to actually see what I'm going to be talking about today. Because in the last few days, Monday and Tuesday, we've been talking about the brain. And we, can, we went kind of deep and we talked about the dark aspects of the brain. You know, we looked at how the brain is being impacted by the age of Aquarius, the age of information. We looked at how emotional trauma causes the brain to physically deteriorate. We looked at specifically how some people like Robin Williams lived in a silent hell of war within because of the tra trauma of the brain and why it's so important for us to integrate preventive medicine, such as Kundalini. And so it's been pretty like heavy, you know, the stuff we've been talking about, definitely not something that's uh, easy, but necessary because we're seeing now the impact of, of all the fear mongering and all of this orchestrated division, separation from our truth and, and the activation, the true awakening that's actually happening within us. And so today what we're going to talk about is the aspect of how powerful the brain actually is and how we ourselves can activate the glandular system, the chemicals that are being secreted from the brain to experience the mystical experience. Now, why would we want to experience a mystical experience beyond like feeling like it's some kind of trip or you're, you know, just taking a journey to see what happens? You know, the mystical experience, if you really imagine that, what that means in the 3D physical realm is that you're able to collapse time and live in the neutrality and the present moment awareness. If even in the mystical experience only lasts for a second, that's all that you may need to actually create instant healing or instant manifestation because the mind is what prohibits us. The programs is what prohibits us from actually creating these states of consciousness. So the mystical experience beyond, of course, a connection to the divinity, you realizing what the age of Aquarius is teaching us, which is we're not separate from source. It also allows us to truly understand our totality as infinite souls. And it allows us to co-create in this world without any inhibitions or challenges. And it's a beautiful way for you to actually explore yourself in God consciousness, which is where 
the inner work takes us. And that's what we're going to be talking about today because we have the tools. We're in the age of information. And as much as it's killing our hardware, which is our brain, because we have so much information and we're not processing it, we're not going within. We also have the information to not only self-heal, which is what we've been talking about for some time, you know, and I've said this many times in the past where absolutely I was very much focused in self-healing, but I'm getting to a point in my inner work where beyond self-healing, it's activation, it's self-initiation, it's living in these states of conscious, of sovereignty, of neutrality to truly live in reverence, which that's my word for all of 2021. It came in that was downloaded to me several times where it's about finding states of gratitude in all of it, in the flowers, in the great adventures, in the vacations, in the time with the family, but also finding reverence and the beauty of what appears to be a challenge. And that truly is a, a level of sovereignty where you're connected to the divinity. You have self-realized and you remember who you are. And what we're going to talk about today, you, I'll be able to actually paint it for you scientifically and energetically, which is what the mystical experience is. We can, once you understand what it is with the intellect and you connect it with your intuitive knowing, which is your truth, and we know as souls what is truth resonates and what isn't, then magic happens. You start to realize how important the inner work, especially as it relates to energy where work is, and you start to become really excited about the potentials about you and your life and what you can evolve to and connect with. And if you're listening to this today, of course, then this is your path. And this is a time for us to truly step up into our incredible powers. There's so much energy that opened up after the great Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, our psychic powers, our intuitive gifts. They're all opening up as we evolve as souls. And by you understanding, especially as it relates to a yogic perspective, what is going on inside of the body-mind-spirit connection then you'll be more not only persuaded and excited about doing the inner work, but you'll also really become more excited about the potentials that exist in your lifetime. So what we're going to talk about today is creating the mystical experience and activating the spirit molecule, which is DMT. Now, DMT, uh, is, it's illegal, of course, in the United States. It's not illegal everywhere. I actually was able to integrate it through plant medicine, through ceremony in Peru, where shamans, indigenous tribes, First Nation people have been using it for hundreds and thousands of years uh, for uh, healing, for self-realization, even back like thousands and thousands of years ago in the Hellasunian mysteries, I believe that's how you say it, all of society was allowed to experience some type of psychedelic experience every year as a reset. And they lived in, in peace and in commune. So they were these plants were always used as medicine, as connection to the divinity, right? Not as a wave trip, but they've made them illegal, especially in the West, because they can heal tremendously. Now, I've talked about this before, where we, we have a lot of people that have been doing the holy work, like MAPS, who are helping us uh, legalize these types of therapies in the U.S., which is really exciting for 2021 and beyond. But uh, DMT is still illegal in the United States, and it cannot, even in the way it is processed without the plant medicines, because with plant medicines and ayahuasca, the, the, it's a combination of two different plants. It's the chacruna leaves, and the chacruna leaves actually is what contains the DMT, which is what creates the psychedelic experience. But then there's another vine and the vine is known as the kapi vine. And the vine is what actually allows when you drink it in a tea, which is what the shamans make for you, together you're able to sustain the DMT inside of your system 
for long periods of time because usually you're not able to do that. It's it, the way it's administered here in the West without the uh, ayahuasca, uh, you're, you're only able to feel the experience for a very few minutes versus when you go through ceremony through ayahuasca, mother ayahuasca, the ceremony could last eight hours, 12 hours, and, and you're able to truly, I mean, the subconscious barriers are completely broken and you're completely left naked to face yourself. It's not something you do for fun, that's for sure. It's a journey to to really explore where you're blocked. So the the reality is that we can actually activate those same spirit, that same spirit molecule that's in that beautiful plant within our own brain and within our own technology within and that's what we're evolving to as a human race. So I, I drew a, a, a drawing for us to help us understand. And I, I drew it first for myself so that I could truly put it in front of me and understand what happens when I'm doing my inner work. But also for you to look at, to be able to understand how the science of the mystical experience makes so much sense and why inner work like Kundalini, the SWC work that we do at Satori Metaphysics, how it completely can put you in these states of consciousness so that you can truly live sovereign lives. And so I'm going to show you what happens in the brain during a mystical experience. And this comes from a yoga perspective. This is uh, teachings that I've learned through my Kundalini yoga teacher training and through my own self-experience because the intellect wanted to understand what was going on. So I drew a picture of what is a brain and you can't laugh at it. I'm letting you know in advance that it is a brain so that you don't ask me, what is that? It's a brain, okay? But this helped me really understand what is going on through the mystical experience. So we have this brain right here. That's the brain right there. And there's no laughing, okay? And uh, this beautiful technology here, it's not as powerful as the heart. When you connect the heart and the brain, you're, you're Shakti Shiva, you're in full power you know, the brain serves a huge purpose, right? And there's a special area of the brain that through Eastern tradition, we know as the cave of Brahma. The cave of Brahma is this space in the middle of the brain and it's fluid. It actually is fluid that think of it as a flower that collects the nectar, right? And it collects the nectar from all the other beautiful little glands that are hanging out around the brain. Like, for example, the hypothalamus. We talked about the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus is connected to the pituitary gland. And it's right in the little element shape, right in that little area where this little nectar is, right? And remember, when we are going through emotional trauma and we don't process and heal the hypothalamus, the chemicals that are being secreted into the cave of Brahma are not good chemicals. They're chemicals that are being basically are the opposite of, of those that would help you raise your frequency or heal, self-healing chemicals, right? So this little pool gets filled up and it gets filled up either by the positive aspect of the, of the glands that are secreting these chemicals, which means you're a balanced, you have a balanced nervous system, you're someone who does the inner work and I'll explain how meditation actually does this. And then you have, you know, the pineal gland, which is known as the third eye by a lot of people. And the pineal gland becomes, you know, it, it doesn't work many times because of the water, the calcification of the water. This is a big reason why I stopped eating meat as well, because it calcifies the pineal gland, which means it doesn't work as efficiently as it should. The pineal gland literally biologically 
is known also as the spirit molecule. It literally is the connection to the divinity. And that's where the secretion of the DMT can happen through activation. But when it's in balance, then it starts to function as well with the thalamus, which is another one of those glands. So there's all these little glands around this little pool, the middle, which is the nectar of the flower. And when you're someone that does the inner work in meditation, Kundalini specifically, because it's Kriya, it's prescriptive. It allows us to actually get to working on the hypothalamus, working on the cave of Brahma, because the cave of Brahma in the brain, it allows for deep transformation and to create the mystical experience. So when you practice specific energy work, you're allowing these glands around the cave of Brahma to start secreting. And if these, you're creating like a chemical recipe, it's like a little cocktail of chemicals, right? And as they start to secrete in here, this starts to also fill the cerebral spinal fluid. So the cerebral spinal fluid, you're only as young as your, as your spine is flexible. And when you have a spinal fluid with healthy cerebral spinal, uh, the fluid, it's cleansing. It's allowing you to feel good and, and connected and grounded as well as in the subtle realm. And then you're also correcting the the balancing the, the right and the left brain and the upper and lower portion of the brain, which is the mystical, which is a subtle spiritual world and the 3D. You're learning to live in balance in both versus just to attach to the physical or to attach to the spiritual. All of that is happening when all of these little chemicals are secreting into this little pool, which is the cave of Brahma, amazing balanced out secretions. Now, this is deep meditation stimulates the change in this area. So when you're in meditation, it stimulates the change in the fluids in this cave of Brahma. And actually, uh, during meditation, pearls of wisdom arise in the cerebral spinal fluid. Physical and subtle anatomy merge. The glands create a biochemical experience dedicated to yogic results. So you, you practice, right? When you practice consistently, that's how you train the brain to start secreting these actual chemicals. And then you get these aha mystical moments. Like I said, this is second sometimes it could be long and I've experienced them through ceremony, but also through my meditation practice, because what are you doing? I mean, I just see the picture here all the time. This space is just being filled up by all these amazing, great chemicals through my meditation practice. And the nectar, which is really how you open up the crown chakra, which is what's being prevented right now, the foods we eat, the fear mongering, the vaccines, all of those different things. You know, vaccines are metals and they're put into the system. They directly affect the pineal gland, the pineal gland, which is our, our seat of the soul. And why do you think they're, they're not trying to help us? They're trying to make sure that you don't get all these amazing fluids right here because this is yogic wisdom that is now being passed down to us, right? So as you're meditating, you're simulating all of these energies and that's what the ancients did. And that's why you would see the Egyptians and the Mayas and the Aztecs, they would uh, practice and integrate balancing of the Shakti and the Shiva because when you balance your polarities, which what, what does that mean? That means you're in full acceptance of all that you are. You have no guilt, shame, or grievances. When these two balance, when these are two balanced, they would practice meditations, kundalini, that's what that is. It's energy that you are activating within. And as that travels up the spine, they were always shooting to one space. And what space was that? That was the third chakra. That was the pineal, or I'm sorry, the third eye, not the third chakra, the third eye, which is the pineal gland. 
And how they did that was they would intentionally raise the energy through the chakra system, cleansing the energetic bodies, which is what we do in, in Kundalini. They would point to the third eye and that energy would activate the crown chakra. And the crown chakra when activated, and that means that you're having this amazing chemical party inside of your brain because the hypothalamus is working, the pituitary is secreting the way it needs to, the pineal gland is secreting the way it needs to, then guess what? You completely collapse the illusion of separation between you and divinity and God herself. You experience yourself as God. And that is the big awakening of the age of Aquarius where God and woman become one. And this is not something you say out of like power or you say out of like, now I'm better, or, you know, yeah, you know, this is something that you take into humility because you know a lot of people also don't want to, they don't, they dim their light. I just posted this in my story. They dim their light because truly it gives them an excuse to not realize how powerful they truly are. And in the age of Aquarius, which is what we're moving into, that just is, it, it will make you suffer even more. So as you can see, the mystical experience and activating DMT inside our own, which is a spirit, a spirit molecule inside our own system, our brain, is not something that has to be wooey wooey or is not something that has to be new agey or how could that even be? You can actually understand it from a yogic perspective and you can see what is happening inside the system. When you're activating these, this cleansing in these specific glands, you know, that's what we're working on this entire month inside of Satori, which is my virtual wellness community and spiritual community for that houses the sovereign woman movement. It's a movement of women's self-healing, taking their sovereignty back and awakening spiritually. But our theme this entire month is intuition, activating the subtle body, which is the subtle body is what carries your soul into the next incarnation when the physical body dies, right? And the thing is, and there was even a really good article that Collective Evolution just uh, posted. I posted it on my stories as well, that said that scientists are now stating that intuition is the highest form of intellect, intuition. And we are such a society that is highly not intuitive. And why is that? Well, intuition can be explained scientifically as well through the brain. You know, when all of these glands are working in balance because you're balanced out your energy systems through Kriya Yoga, through meditation, through Kundalini, here's what's going on. They're all functioning correctly. You're connected to the cave of Brahma. You're deeply intuitive. The reason why you're not intuitive is because you're governed by your programs and your mind, which means that the hypothalamus scientifically is just not working. Why is it not working? Because you've been through some kind of emotional trauma and the pills that they're giving you is only numbing it, putting a bandaid. It's not addressing they're, the pills are not going in there and healing and rewiring the hypothalamus. They're then in the number one prescription we get in the United States is anxiety pills. How is that healing the chemical imbalances that are happening here? And deeper than that, the lack of spiritual connection we have to the divinity, which is the big awakening that is happening. It's just not. And it's also trying to be hijacked and prevented. So if you want to be highly intuitive and you're a linear person, very intellectual, you got to create this cocktail recipe inside of your brain. And you got to do it by integrating the inner work. So you see how the inner work, the STBC is what we do at Satori. We train warriors. You know, it's not, it's a priority. And it's a priority because it's the evolution of our soul. And if we're not growing, we're dying. That's the whole thing, you know? I understand, you know, some people get offended with that whole saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and repeating the same result. 
which is the truth. And people get offended because you know they're like, well, it programs. Well, I get it. We all we're all under deep program. But if you're listening to this, and if you're being called to truly change, then this is a time for you to step up and to show up and to do the inner work. Like Jogi Bhajan said, I always love this quote: "Keep up, and you will be kept up." I mean. I've seen the changes and transformation, not only in the women in my community, which is amazing, glorious, beautiful, but within me, you know, to be able to live in a state of peace and consciousness where I get excited about the divinity and the word for me this year is reverence, truly reverence and being grateful for it all. It's, it's a gift. It's a gift. And we can all do it together. So this is what we do inside of Satori. We train, we open up the, the, um, our hearts to this experience of connection, both in the mystical aspect and the spiritual aspect, but also in the scientific aspect, so that these programs will come back and keep kicking our butt every single month or every full moon or every new moon, wherever it likes to come back for you. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the SWC method, then you can definitely click on the link in my bio. If you're on Instagram, we can click on the link below here if you're listening to the podcast replay. So, no, not Sovereign Woman Movement. That was our summit that just passed. The link is actually veronicabarriganiam.com forward slash three-step framework. And in this uh, training, it's actually a 55-minute training where I take you through my journey, how I came about even plant medicines and also Kundalini, which was the ultimate sovereignty tool in my life and how to apply the SWC method in your life, how to avoid the mistakes that I wish I would have avoided, as well as put myself on that right direction. Because if we don't get to the root cause of healing, we'll never be able to awaken spiritually. That's the reality. It's stages, can't rush your healing. And just as much as when you think you're done with the healing, something pops up, but as a sovereign woman, you learn how to alchemize it and not see it as a hindrance. So you can check out that training by clicking on those links and finding out a little bit more about what we do in our community. So this has been a really good talk for us as it relates to the brain, understanding scientifically, spiritually, how much power we actually have. Uh, on Friday, I'll be back. Tomorrow, I'm not back. So we have a new schedule at the Sovereign Women Movement Show, which is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, live here on Instagram. And then Thursday, completely off. I have a new crazy, very crazy Thursday starting 2021 and then friday i come back with my beautiful friday co-host vida de lizzie who we're going to talk about this stuff with her and see what her perspective is because it's always really fascinating to get her wisdom and input so we'll be back on friday at 10 a.m mountain center time and and feel free to jot down your questions feel free to comment uh either on the podcast or even when we're going live you know that's what we're here for to answer any of your questions, especially as it relates to any of the experiences you've had or any blockages that you feel you may be going through. This is deep stuff. I promise you that once integrated, it will completely change your life. So we'll be back with her next, or we'll be back with her next Friday. And then next week we'll follow the same schedule. You know, I'm in the middle of planning, you know, a birthday party. It's going to be my birthday to mine and Penny's. Penny and I were born on the same birthday. Penny is my sister's daughter. And she was born on the same day. And it was the biggest gift that God ever gave me in my lifetime. So my birthday completely changed six years ago because now it's like, it's Penny's birthday, you know? So we're trying to do something, you know, on Saturday. And then at the same time, we're trying to go out of town and travel. And the place that we want to go to has some requirements. Like you have to take like a test, a COVID test, and then you got to go upload it. And it's just so much. But I think... All of that is just to try to prevent you from going, you know, and, and I think 
to frustrate you and to take you out of your satnam. So any curveballs that have been thrown my way, I've just been like, all right, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And, you know, everything has been working out fascinating, but there's so much uncertainty because there's still two possible places we may go, but we're traveling somewhere on Sunday too. So there's just a lot going on in my life, but regardless of where I go next week, you'll still be getting the podcast because I'm committed to bringing you the content it's very important for us to stay disciplined you know regardless if i'm traveling or doing anything uh my sudden is always there and of course the things that i committed to especially as a community so exciting times ahead of us stay sovereign and join us again on friday as we continue the discussion satnam and have a blessed rest of your wednesday satnam Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.